Okay, so Zara, I'm reading this book at the moment called Stolen Focus. and one Shocking how long you've been reading this book for. Well, that's probably the point <laughs> of the whole book is that none of us can achieve anything because we're all so distracted all the time. And one of the things the book said was that we find it really hard to do one thing on one screen at one time. So when I'm listening to a podcast, I normally put it on loudspeaker on my phone while I'm doing something else at home. I then read a quote that said, that you only really know yourself if you sit by yourself for 30 minutes in a room. Is this something that you've been thinking about yes, for a I long time? Yes, I have been time. thinking about it a long time because we are doing a disservice doing to much. ourselves. We are doing way too much. But we do have a massive favour to ask you. We know that you can multitask, so pretty please, while you listen to this episode, could you do the following? In the show notes is a link. And if you click on the link, you could win $100 million. I mean, that's a lie, but it will take you to a poll and that poll will help us make the podcast better. We can't give away $100 million, but we can give away some TDA hoodies. It's literally four questions. You'll be done by the time we get through the headlines, which we're about to read you. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 8th of August. Affirmative consent and stealthing laws have been introduced into the Victorian Parliament in the past week. This is part of a broader reform on stronger protections against sexual violence that we've seen across the country over the last couple of years. We're going to tell you what's new and everything else you need to know very soon. But first, Zara, what's making headlines this morning? Australia's Foreign Minister Penny Wong, along with her Japanese counterpart and the US Secretary of State, issued a joint statement expressing concern at China's large-scale military exercises in the Taiwan Strait. The joint statement condemned China's use of ballistic missiles, which they said were, quote, raising tension and destabilising the region. A little bit of domestic news for you now, and the Albanese government will advocate for a, quote, significant and meaningful pay rise for workers in the aged care industry. We're going to hear a lot about it this week. The announcement by aged care minister Annika Wells comes ahead of a government submission to the Fair Work Commission, which is considering unions' calls for a 25% pay rise. There have been two confirmed cases of meningococcal disease in people who attended Splendour in the Grass last month. This sadly included a man in his 40s who died with the disease. New South Wales Health has said that the disease is uncommon but that it can obviously be very severe and we, along with the rest of the attendees of Splendour, have been told to be alert for symptoms and to act immediately if they appear. And in some good news to kick off your week, Baker Boy and King Stingray were big winners at the National Indigenous Music Awards over the weekend. King Stingray took out Song of the Year, while Baker Boy won All-Round Artist of the Year and Album of the Year for Geller. There were lots of tributes to artist Archie Roach, who passed away last week. A group of First Nations artists sang Roach's song, We Won't Cry, to a quite emotional audience. We're talking about consent legislation today, and that goes hand in hand with talking about sexual violence. It might be that you're not in the right place or the right frame of mind to engage with this today, and that's totally okay. Go find another TDA episode that you've missed or come back again tomorrow. If you're sticking with us today, we're talking about this specific issue because the Victorian government last week introduced new legislation, and it's aimed at providing stronger protections against sexual violence. 
The bill proposes adopting an affirmative consent model, something that we've spoken about a fair bit on this podcast, criminalising stealthing and also introducing stronger laws to target image-based sexual abuse, which includes deepfake porn. There are multiple parts to this legislation and it might be helpful to break it down. Why don't we start with stealthing? Stealthing is the removal of a condom during sex without a partner's consent and it's fairly widespread. A Monash University study in 2018 found that one in three women and one in five men who had sex with men had been stealthed. It also found that it can cause both psychological and physical harm from unplanned pregnancies to anxiety or depression, and that's just a few things. So the push for this legislation has really been about acknowledging the experience of survivors and saying that you have been wronged and there is a legal avenue to explore if you want to. So that was one really key element of the new legislation. Another key element is the introduction of strategies to tackle image-based abuse. Let's talk through that. This bill aims to introduce tougher laws against sexual abuse relating to images and videos, and that includes things like the capturing and distributing or threatening to distribute intimate pictures of someone without their consent. So this could be something like deep fake porn, which is when someone's face is superimposed onto sexual images. So we've got stealthing being criminalised, we've got tougher laws against sexual abuse through images and videos. Then the third key element of this legislation is affirmative consent. Yes, so this Victorian bill aims to enshrine an affirmative consent model into law and what that boils down to is that consent must be actively sought and communicated through words or actions. Someone we've talked about a lot on this podcast over the last 12 months or so is Chanel Contos. Now, she was the instigator of the viral petition. You might remember which started that national conversation about sexual violence in Australian schools. In the 18 months since, she's become a hugely influential person in this space. Here's what she had to say about the new legislation in Victoria. It's very promising that Australia is going in the right direction when we're seeing such drastic changes in legislation that are including things like affirmative consent, stealthing and image-based abuse, you know, when these words were not in the public discourse only a few years ago. It's drastically important to have this legislation in place to help survivors and victims of these crimes in the courtroom. But ultimately what this legislation can do better than anything is prevent because there's still so many flaws in our criminal justice system. Here we see the law being used as a way to set societal standards of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and doing things like changing the default model of consent to an affirmative model and you know, equipping people with language such as stealthing and such as image-based abuse will change behaviours of people around Australia. So we've got a pretty good understanding of these latest laws in Victoria and we can kind of fit it into the puzzle of the wider national conversation. Give me a quick sense of where other states and territories are at in this space. So there's not necessarily a precedent for dealing with all of these issues with one piece of legislation. Victoria is the first jurisdiction to have a single piece of legislation that looks at stealthing, affirmative consent and image-based abuse. But we have seen other jurisdictions move on one or two of these issues. So in New South Wales, new affirmative consent laws passed in November of last year. The ACT then passed similar affirmative consent laws in May of this year. And the ACT and Tassie have also both legislated against stealthing. 
Okay, so we've got a sense that this is a national conversation and slowly but surely states and territories are tackling it within their own parliaments. Tell me about the prospects of the bill actually becoming successful in Victoria. Well, first, the bill has to pass both houses of Victorian Parliament, like any bill does, the lower and the upper house. And in Victoria, the government, the Andrews government, doesn't have a majority. So they need the support of members outside the Labor Party from the crossbench or the opposition in order for it to pass. We spoke to Michael O'Brien, who's the Victorian Shadow Attorney General, and he told TDA that the coalition supports strengthening laws to protect against family violence and sexual assault. He then went on to say, though, that because the bill is still new, the coalition will take time to, quote, consult with the community, including anti-family violence advocates and sexual assault survivors. So we know that the bill will be debated in a fortnight's time, and I do feel like we say this every day, but there's good reason... We will be following it on our Instagram page and we'll be sure to keep you updated as it moves through this passage of Parliament. If this episode did raise some things for you and you need support, you can ring 1800RESPECT on 1800-737-732. And before you go, there is a link in the show notes to our podcast survey. You can use it to tell us what you think, whether you love us, you hate us, something in between. And if you want the chance to win a hoodie, share your email with us at the end and we'll be sure to put you in the running. We so appreciate your support. Have a great day.